0: Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York, Six Weeks to Fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you to live a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Hi, I'm Vince Ferguson. Welcome to Six Weeks of Fitness, episode 189. Thank you so much for joining me today. Keith Richards is a former AAU USA and high school track and field coach. Teaching basic and advanced movements to young adults was always her passion, along with helping people to meet and exceed their physical and mental capabilities. It was this passion that prompted Keita to become a personal and group fitness trainer, transforming transforming her two-car garage into her first training space. She has now expanded her brand and have launched two fitness clubs, one in Greenwood, South Carolina, and the other in Greenville, South Carolina. And here today to discuss her fitness journey and what it takes to be a CEO, manage a family, career, and self-care, is Keita Richards. Keita, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. Oh, man, this is going to be great. But before we talk, before we discuss your career as CEO of these two fitness clubs, tell my listeners and viewers, where did you grow up and what was your childhood like?
1: Well, you know I grew up right here in in Greenwood, South Carolina in the south, um which was which is so so interesting um now that I look back back at it. I grew up running around in the dirt.
0: running around in the dirt
1: <laughs> in the in the dirt
0: <laughs> <laughs> Really Really. <In> dirty. <laughs> so you must have been very active. just right?
1: Yeah, yeah it, it you know, because this is a small town, this is a small town. It's bigger now, but it was definitely a lot smaller when I was a lot younger. So it was, it was small and, you know, it, it was, it, it's basically a football city. So, you know, it's all about football here. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everything else is is secondary.
0: <laughs> everything else secondary to football <laughs> but family came first but family yeah, came first right
1: especially back then everything else was secondary
0: it's wow nice but were you always active always healthy even to your adult life
1: well you know as a, as a kid um uh the challenge as a kid was especially growing up because uh, we we were we were active as children I was an active child nice. Um, my inactivity didn't start until I got older. So I was, but my mom was active. So I I have to tell you about her. She was very active. Um, My mom played a lot of sports, even as we grew up. So I grew up with a very active mom. She um, played softball um, for one. Uh, It was nothing for her to be on those teams. She was on teams and um, she would travel. She was on the ones that traveled at that. So I grew up watching her do to do that. Um, nice. And of course she did, you know, what people in the South do bone So she does, she did a lot of bowling and, and different things like that. So that's kind of how we grew up. Um, I grew up with a mom that uh, even as I had my kids, uh, she rode bikes. Uh, she mm-hmm. would ride bikes with them. And uh, she was one of the first women around the area, because people still talk about it, because like I said, I live in a small town that rode a motorcycle. So she was extremely oh. active
0: too. Nice. Um, is Myrtle Beach near you?
1: No, it's, oh, it takes us It takes us about three hours to get to Myrtle Beach.
0: Oh, okay, I hear so much about Myrtle Beach, motorcycles, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now, what was, was there an aha moment for you when you decided, well, you know what? My health is get going down the tubes. I need to get it together.
1: Well, I, I think the back story is, is my mother was really active, but my mother died of pancreatic um colon cancer flash. Wow. And so with that being said, I knew um, she was active, much more active than me. I was getting overweight. I took care of her. And then um, when she was passing away, she said to me, something, uh, some words that I never will forget. She said, do what you want to do and have a good time on this side because when you're leaving, you never want to regret what you didn't have time to do and what you what you wanted. So that kind of launched me into kind of just taking a deeper look at at who, who I had become.
0: Yes, yes. So you feel that kind of motivated you and kind of drove drove you to be the person you are today?
1: Yeah, I, I know it did. I, I know it did. It, it became um, it, it just became one of those things that, you know, watching. If you ever watch someone pass away, you ever take care of anyone passing away of of um, colon cancer and watching everything fail. Yes. Uh, yeah. Life, life began, begins to look a little different for you. Hmm. Different.
0: And when you say it looks a little different you start to see it out of a different prism, different window.
1: You start to cherish it and cherish the moments. Um, you, you start to cherish life like never before. Like even when my clients come in, um, we, I have this thing because I cherish my moments with everybody. Now, um, I see it as, as every, I see life now as everybody being divinely connected to one another. and that we are sharing space and when we're sharing those spaces we should be we should be sharing not only our passion but our love for one another and so that's what changed about me I knew at that point that I needed to share whatever gifting whatever divine gifting that I had with other people I I knew it then, then um At that moment, I knew that that was going to bring me joy. And I know that sounds weird, but it, it, but I knew I also needed to take care of me. And I knew I couldn't do, I knew that I could never go to the next level or I never could get there without self-care.
0: Right. Makes sense. Very very profound.
1: Because you could never pour from an empty cup. And back then I was an empty cup. Hmm. I was an empty cup. And I could, never, I could never give what I didn't have. Like when people say, I gave 100% to a person, you should never give 100% to anybody. Right. You should always give people the surplus of what you have.
0: Because hmm. if
1: you give 100% of your energy, then you have nothing for yourself. And if you have nothing for yourself, you never can grow anything that's worth giving anyone else.
0: Hmm. Very profound. Very awesome. So this is interesting because you speak so much wisdom and you look like a person of 22. I <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So I promise
1: you you need to add something to that
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get we had a couple of years. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> but what motivated you what motivated you to become a trainer?
1: Okay. So I, uh, you know, I was always, and so back to what my mom said, you know, you're never gonna when I was in my 20s, I was taking uh it, it was step aerobics, it was step aerobics there. <laughs> I absolutely love step aerobics, but there was a problem. There was a problem. The problem was is I had a degree in computer science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a really nice job.
0: Yes, I bet. <laughs> <And> I, yes. <laughs> like, yes, yes. You're you going
1: to make this.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, what <laughs> so, happened? There was
1: a problem here. And, yes. so I, and so I got the opportunity to actually get <laughs> license during, doing that, doing that. And I didn't even take it. Cause by that time I had my first kid, I had the first, I had the first child. And so I was like, uh eh, no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. I like,
1: no, I, you know, I know better now.
0: Right. I know
1: better now, but back then, you know, and every, in life is a growing process. But back then I was like, eh, no. This is not a good financial, uh, you know, decision to be making.
0: Right. So you feel that, knowing what you know now, you would have still taken the leap before.
1: Oh, if I had have known what I know now, yeah,
0: I would have Ew.
1: literally left what I was doing and did this because I I've learned that joys in life, um, that you should enjoy your life, and what I mean by that, I, I have this I have this saying that I always say people don't understand and you have to gravitate and learn that in your purpose you will always have prosperity and you will have mental prosperity spiritual prosperity and financial and emotional prosperity and you need hmm. all of those
0: yes 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 you need all of those well,
1: like, so many, back then I was only looking for financial, financial prosperity.
0: So. <laughs> prosperity yes 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 but now you know you don't you don't only have one child you have four yes right four. and right and for adult children
1: or adult children
0: and you don't look like an adult yourself that's a beautiful thing <laughs> but again you had the strength and fortitude to go out there and, and make this happen all right and but why the fitness space what do you feel you can contribute to people in the fitness space
1: you know fitness is one of those um Great, wonderful things. And here's what because it's more than the outward. Uh, because before you ever make a decision, of, before you ever become physically fit, there is a mental that happens. You actually have, because it's so optional, hmm. that you have to gravitate there in your mind first.
0: So it's mind first, it's then mine. body. It's, huh. mine,
1: it's always mind first. Huh. Um, And I think and in the challenge, and then I love the challenge of it.
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: love the challenge of of you know of because even when I have my clients and I talk to my clients, I always tell them, you know, you made the first step to the best version of you. And here was the first step. You made up in your mind to make a change. Right. So Fitness. I think I, I chose it. I chose it because not only was it challenging, it was mentally challenging too. Because um, if we back up, I, I didn't look like this. I can promise you, I lost like like eighty pounds. Really? I like this. Um, I hadn't been doing anything, and so I tell my clients, I know what they feel. I know exactly what they feel like. Huh. I, I remember. Um, <laughs> I remember not being able to absolutely touch my toes. I remember what that felt like, and I remember even though I was taking care of kids, um, and I was getting bigger, yeah. um, I just remember what it felt like. I remember being exhausted. I remember, you know, just to be honest with you, I remember you know, just being tired. And then I remember suffering health, other health. Because as, as women, when you are, when you have more weight than than you need uh, to have on you, there's other things that come along with your health. I mean, there's hormonal imbalances that you end up with. Um, for me, I had several different things happening. Um, I actually ended up with a liver issue and I found out later it was actually fatty liver.
0: Fatty liver.
1: It was yes. fatty liver. And this was for my diet of, I love sugar now. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, I used to love some sugar. So I love eating sugar and um, I wasn't a big fried food eater and that's what most people are like, I don't eat much fried food, but I love like some donuts and cakes and cookies and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And I ate a lot of that um, back then.
0: So you were, you said about 89 pounds heavier than you are now.
1: About 80. I was 80.
0: I'm 80. Mm-hmm. What did you do to take it off?
1: <laughs>
0: What's I that in my a... mind
1: First, it needed to come off. Yeah, okay. You know and, and the first thing I did is I decided I wasn't going to make an excuse.
0: No excuses.
1: Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to make an excuse. I'm not going to blame it on my age or anything. I'm going, you know what I said to myself? I'm responsible. I just took full responsibility. I I did. I said I'm responsible. And my first trainer was my spouse,
0: your husband, (laughs) husband,
1: who was Army.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) So, so I learned to lift first, and you know, I learned to lift, and you know, he was patient with me to a certain extent.
0: Must have loved you Uh,
1: to a certain extent because he did. He yes. was just sitting in and was like, are you gonna do it today or not? You know, you can leave the gym if you want to, or yeah. you can stay in it, hmm. but it's gonna be your choice. I'm not gonna make you stay. Right. And I remember, you know, I remember just, because at that point, now that two-car garage that I started in,
0: mm-hmm. it was
1: actually, I made it into a home gym because I was I was serious about it. I was like, I'm gonna be serious. So right. first, I made up in my mind. Second, you know, I said, no more excuses. Third, I changed it into, I changed that space into a home, a home gym.
0: Home gym. And that was
1: crazy. Because that meant, you know, no excuses. I went out there and he worked like 12 hours and then it took him an hour to get to work and an hour to get home. So it was 13 hours. So I had to work out with him at night. Wow. At night. Wow. When people That's... wanted to go to sleep, I had to be working out. Really? No excuses. And I still had to get up to the next day because at that time I still had one in high school one in middle school and then I had two girls so because hmm. I my fitness journey back to being fit didn't start until after until I was like 40 like 41 and a half almost 42.
0: Wow and you were you still working at computer science I Make was
1: actually now this is um because I was at that point when I decided to be fit I actually owned a photography videography business.
0: <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> really, really. Owned a photography, videography. So I was doing
1: some of that, business. And then all of a sudden I decided I wasn't gonna do it like in, in this. I was like, I ain't doing that
0: <laughs> Wow. Really? Really? Okay. So you start training ferociously training with your your spouse? With your my husband.
1: With my husband. With my uh, husband at night at At night night. because he worked early in the morning and Mm -hmm. it was at night so what did i do i didn't just train one time a day i trained with him and anything i couldn't do anything i struggled with during the day or in the morning i'd go practice it
0: you go back practice it
1: i would go practice it whatever i couldn't do as long as i didn't need a spotter i
0: practice it really really Now, but what role, besides the exercise, what role did nutrition play?
1: Oh, huge, huge. Um, That was another thing. The first thing I had to do was give up sugar. And I had to give up the sugar because I was a sugar addict.
0: Really? yeah
1: i made up in my mind i'm gonna give up sugar and that was the hardest thing because i didn't have like some people have a caffeine addiction no i had a sugar addiction so sodas wasn't even a problem it was sugar for me um so i gave up sugar first i gave up sugar and you're not gonna believe this i gave up cheese 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 really was my first two things that i said i was done with
0: wow was it had to be hard to do because you also have kids around the house so how did you do that? Just cold turkey, stop? Or? I
1: stopped and most people, most women ask me because I am the cook of the family. If you, you know, I am the cook of the family and, I, and I'll and i be launching some, some recipes soon, but I'm a cook of the family. And so what I had to do was I cooked their food, but I cooked my food. Because I said, I wasn't gonna make an excuse. I wasn't gonna say, you know, I gotta cook for them. I, no, I was standing in the kitchen anyway. And so I would cook their food the way they wanted it, and hmm. I would cook mine at the exact same moment.
0: And that was the temptation to eat some of theirs.
1: It was, you know, it was there, but here, here's what I would say to myself. Mm-hmm. I would say to myself, you know what? There's life and death in the power of the tongue, and there's gonna be life or death in this food. So you better be choosing which one you hmm. And so that was my thing. And it got so bad. I was labeling things life or death so much.
0: Really? <laughs> really?
1: I was like, I'm choosing life. I'm choosing life.
0: Yes. Yes. And, so that's, that's,
1: a- and that's the way I would eat. Because huh. remember, I was a sugar addict. And I still had to go to the grocery store. And when I go to the grocery store, what happens when you go down, when you get in the checkout? Because you can avoid the yes. on the out, the owl right, cookie,
0: right. <laughs> but the checkout
1: has the candy.
0: Yes, it does. Yes, it, yes, for a and reason. I, yes.
1: So I would pull up my buggy inside of there, and I would look, and my mind, I would label them in my head. I would be like, death.
0: Yeah, <laughs> death. 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 Really.
1: For death, and that would be like my two things, life or death, and I would leave. And I would leave there without the candy bars, which was so interesting because understand I was the person that drove that went through their buggy through the thing. And I would bring everybody back their favorite candy bar, including my own. It was so bad that my husband, there's a particular store that has a particular type of candy that I like whenever he would go into that particular town, he would buy me four of those candy bars because I couldn't get them locally. So the moment I asked him to stop bringing me the candy bars, he yes. knew something was real because I was like, don't bring me the candy bars.
0: Don't we'll bring that. <laughs> you bring me the
1: candy bars.
0: Amazing
1: but I was making choices. And when I was doing, what I was doing is I was making the choices at that moment. I wasn't trying to live outside of the window. I wasn't trying to say, oh, tomorrow I'll do better. I was like, I'm gonna do it the now. I'm gonna experience the now moment.
0: Yes. <laughs> so that's
1: what I was doing.
0: Do it now. now. Are, you, are you now a, are you now a vegan? I am. Really? Plan That yeah, was
1: interesting. <laughs>
0: yes how did that transition go
1: that was about like the same that was the same for me um the big the big problem wasn't for me the meat. it wasn't the meat. It, it really wasn't although i do i i would tell people they were like what would be the thing that would that draw you because i love i would love and i've always loved bison burgers um I <laughs> burgers. <the entire laughs> particular place in um in texas that I just absolutely Ooh. love and now <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't eat that. But that's not, that's not what got me, you know, that yeah. was probably the one thing that would be like, it. but the other was eggs. Eggs. I absolutely love
0: that, eggs.
1: Yeah. And I was eating a lot of eggs and one day I said, oh, <laughs> I told him, I said, I'm going to become a vegan and I'm not going to eat the eggs anymore. And he was like.
0: Did, did he ask for a divorce?
1: No, no. He was like, you he was like, okay, because he's very supportive. He was like, okay, so you're not going to eat the eggs. Do you not know within a couple of days, he cooks eggs? Oh, no. Because I cook, I, he's the breakfast person. So yeah. he cooks the eggs and they look so light and fluffy. Yes. Pretty good. And I walked by the stove and I looked at the eggs and I said, I want the eggs. And then I said, no, no, no. You chose, you made the choice right. to not eat the eggs, so just make the choice, mm. right? Nobody's, and, and 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 something in the back of my head said, uh, but nobody's looking. So nobody's going to know you ate the eggs, right. but then I said, I wouldn't know that I ate the eggs, <laughs> and so I'm going to know that I ate the eggs, so I'm not going to eat, the, and it was enough of them. I could have just tasted them when mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to eat these eggs. And I didn't eat the eggs and I sit at breakfast and this was the thing with my family because we are a family that eat together. We actually eat together. So it's not like I have to go take my plate and not see their food. And I saw them eat.
0: Wow. And
1: I did not touch them. And and I felt I felt victorious.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Not that
1: you have to give up eggs in your fitness journey or Mm -hmm. your whatever, but for me, yeah, I felt victorious. Like I, everybody asks me, do I look like, do I feel like it, that I have such a restricted diet? No, I feel like I'm in charge of my life. Like food can no longer control me. I'm in control of me.
0: Wow. I take
1: my power back. Yes. It's supposed to control me anyway.
0: Yes, yes. But food seems to control most of us. And that's why you have the obesity, diabetes, all these chronic illnesses in the community because of how we eat. Yeah. So, your clients, who are your ideal clients?
1: Well, my ideal clients are most people think that most of my clients are vegan and they're not. Um, My ideal clients are people that uh, just want more control, and I shouldn't say control, more clarity in their life because I told people, you know my thing is always i i want to help you find your strong point i want to help you meet your goal um i always tell people also this this studio is like when they come in we greet each other just we say i say hey how are you doing today and and the, and they told me how how they doing i said like, oh i'm 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 doing great so my ideal my avatar client is the the people that just want the best out of their life they want to find the joy in being them um in whatever they, they they do because really and truly um you are not your body and i tell people that you are not your body but your body is a manifestation of what you've done mm. the journal
0: yes it reveals it can, be it can be changed interesting very 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 good so what programs do you offer at your before you even mention, before you even tell me that, what are the names of your gems?
1: Okay, so this one actually has it has Hero in a but this one is She Rocks Fit. Um, she this one is um, the She Rocks Fit brand. And then the other one is Hero. Hero. Now, I, I'm gonna tell you about the She Rocks Fit because it looks like it seems a little weird. If you look inside of She Rocks Fit, you see the name Hero.
0: Yes. <laughs> I I like that very much, very much. What programs do you offer at these two facilities?
1: Okay. so at the at the at the studio style one, um, it's more of a it's group fitness. I do a lot of group fitness here. Um, you get, we do uh, the weightlifting, the calisthenics, you know, parts of yoga, um, functional training. I'm I'm big on functional training. How because I think you just you should be able to move your body. I do a lot of body weight. I do a lot of body weight, nice. a lot of body weight.
0: Okay. <laughs> um,
1: but we do we do some lifting here at the other gym. It is it is really truly a full service gym. So it has all your your machines. You have your ellipt you have your ellipticals. You have your treadmills. You have your you know you have the spin bikes, and then you have the studio side of it. And in that right. one, um, there is. I think there's about nine other trainers there.
0: Oh, wow. Really? Yeah.
1: There's not about nine. I think we're at nine um, other trainers there and they train clients there as well. So they're training, um, clients and whether it's personal and there is actually, we have, um, there's a boxer there too. And he, and he actually teaches boxing. Okay. So there's a variety of stuff going on at the other.
0: Hmm. So one is called She Rock Fit, which is where you are today. Mm-hmm. And the other one is called? Hero. Hero. Just mm-hmm. hero. <laughs> and do you have group fitness programs?
1: I do. I do. Um, I, I do. My group fitness, because that's what I train, that's what I specialize in. in okay. group fitness. My group fitness, like I said, will range from different things. So I have, I have steps, like we may do steps. Um, let me tell you what kind of trainer I am. Um, okay. if, if we had to classify, if we really had to put a label on my training style, I would say it's OCD.
0: ocd, OCD?
1: <laughs> It's varying OCD. What? <laughs> okay.
0: okay. Um,
1: <laughs> <it's
0: a laughs> yes.
1: Uh, so so how my how my how my whole program works is, you walk into my gym, there is not an ab day, there is not there is not a we're gonna do back day. You walk in and you don't know what I'm gonna give
0: you. And
1: here's why, <laughs> because people don't come because it's a certain day and they don't like to work that particular, but I found out people don't like to work where they're weak. Most people don't like to work the weak side. <laughs> so what I do is I vary the training where you don't know, it's a mystery.
0: Huh, really? It's
1: a mystery i'm going to be honest with you you know what they do they peek up under the door to see what is going water. on
0: really? <laughs> they're like
1: oh my god what <laughs> is she going to do but but you know it works for them because they said it they they understand why i do it um hmm. i used to announce what i was going to do but i did find that people would cheat and not come the, also the other part of the gym it, a part of the studio side of it is accountability. so I'm hmm. huge on accountability. I don't know if it's because my husband was
0: military.
1: <laughs> I um, actually know where people are supposed to be in which class they're supposed to be. If you miss a class and you have not contacted wonderful trainer and said I won't be in I have something going on whatever i I text you really job We have an app. I will message you in the app and I will personally text you. Really? Um, Yeah, yeah. You're lucky if you get away with two two sessions back to back. I'm getting in contact with you.
0: Is that right? Interesting. So you have that personalized approach. Mm -hmm. That personalized approach. You hold people accountable. Yes. Which is is awesome. Now, can someone join your class virtually?
1: Yes, I do. I do virtual. Um, So yeah. I have this app where we have this app and in the app everything comes through, but as soon as the virtual classes open up it's usually a link that appears within your app within like 30 minutes telling you, you know, you know the virtual schedule, but it reminds you that there's a virtual coming up and here's the cool thing about it, if you are in for that day, you can join any class. So mine is set up like this, basically, um, if you are in. For the week let's say you say i want to do virtual or i want to do i think i want to join you and i'm and i'm gonna pay for a week or i'm gonna pay for a month okay. you you're not only that one class you can join in to any class that happens oh. because you're getting links that's telling you so if you're stuck in traffic
0: <laughs> yes, you
1: ain't making this one right <laughs> you just click the next link that
0: appears and you make. The so you still make it awesome awesome that's really good that you that you're doing that that's actually amazing now now that you told me who your ideal clients are do you give them personalized nutrition guidance i
1: do i do you you do so so my meal plans you know being a vegan is interesting wow (laughs) so what i do is the way i build my meal plans are very i shouldn't say simple but they are built on levels. So when I say levels are different styles. So the base of every one of my meal plans is always vegan. It's always vegan. So it starts out at vegan, and then you see this list of other things. You, I list the eggs that you can have in the amount. Oh,
0: oh. And then
1: I list your, your meats here, oh. so you can have back this so, so that's how it, it lists out. Not only is that, it's every um it all has the calorie count beside it so and when i when i say that is i actually put recipes in because i'm a cook i like to cook yes i like to cook and i don't like eating the same things. so (laughs) recipes come with all my all my meal plans
0: so
1: basically if i'm telling you that i want you to eat this i'm actually giving you the recipe to eat it to eat it
0: really yeah
1: so you can meal prep you can be able to meal prep that but then for those who say well i don't have time because you have all these options there is also those quick items like you can go get your your frozen vegetables and you just do some roasted vegetables or if you out, I, I even help you if you're eating out um, we discuss how to eat out like what do i choose what's a good choice i found mm-hmm. that if people understand their choices they can make better choices
0: better choices Um,
1: my thing is I like to be your guide but I want you to walk away from me with knowledge to be empowered
0: Hmm.
1: so I I do give you the meal plan but there are so many instructions even inside of the app I think you know I would walk over and show you my board my board tells you the different vegetables that can help you detox your liver because I want you to learn it I want you to to walk away with knowledge because here's my here's what I'm thinking um, I'm thinking in myself I'm thinking to myself if you walk away with that knowledge, not only will it impact your life it impacts now your family life and now it impacts the next generation yes. um, because I have a family and I want you not only my client to be healthy, mm-hmm. I want them to be impactful within their environment. Yes, Because like you said before, there's so many, there's diabetes, there's, there's blood pressure problems. How do, you, how do you come at that? Yeah, <laughs> we can come at it one person at a time, but I get that. I can touch you, but even if I'm touching you, then what you do is you touch your family. Right. And then your family will touch other people and it grows from there. That, that's how we're gonna, I, I think that's the only way that we, we're ever gonna be healthy as a community.
0: Hmm. Awesome. Yes, most definitely. Educate the community, you know, and share that knowledge, you know, share that love. And now obviously I can talk forever with you because you have so much knowledge and wisdom to share, but I've got a couple more things I just, just want to ask you. Because you're so busy, you have two facilities there and you're working with people, how do you manage your family life and your business? Because you you have a spouse, so, and four kids. And four kids. How do you do it? Okay,
1: so I'm going to let you in on how I manage, first of all, how I manage my personal relationship. Um, My personal relationship with my spouse, we actually have um, one day, one, well, we have dinner. We decide, he actually asked me when do I have time to have dinner. So we try to have dinner once a week together. Once a week? Yeah, once a week, dinner. Without the kids, we try to go out, without them, we go out. This is ours. dinner and maybe a movie or something we have like a date we have to have that um on the date I disconnect Mm. unless you are unless it's the kids trying to contact me or some grave emergency then my focus is not outside of that okay um it wasn't and I'm gonna be honest with you I'm being honest with you Mm -hmm. it wasn't like that before, because trying to be a business owner, sometimes you can get out of balance and I've been out of balance. Yes. So this helps balance the scales. It says it's, it tells, it tells your spouse or it tells that significant other that you are important. So this time is dedicated to, to us. And so I try to make sure that I do that for my kids. Um, they're all grown and it's amazing. We actually have what's called a group tra- chat and you know so everybody's in this group chat on their phones it's it's message we have it we have it on Facebook um and then we have it on our phones we have um we have chat we talk to each other we have our own little group text every morning and I don't know if somebody did it this morning someone says good morning and we are all over the place so my daughter like I said is in Korea Um, and she's military So she may be anywhere but we yes. have this chat and it says good morning and a lot of and and, and at least a couple of times a week because i write affirmations every morning you do I send over affirmation to to my family mm. and i send over my affirmations to my clients to just remind them to be the best version of them but also to say i love you
0: yeah. and
1: everybody piggybacks inside of that for my family So whatever is happening within the family, we actually can pick up the phone and just text, and it, and we are all in the same, in the same space at that time, and um, so we do that. In about every week or so, we do face, we do uh, FaceTime. Oh, FaceTime!
0: Oh, yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Each other, and oh, yeah, I have grands, by the way, I have grands. Nice. So we do FaceTime with everybody, and that's wow. kind of how I manage having the kids. So we feel close, even though we're in in different cities. Yes, we feel close. We feel that close, wow. and, and you can and we reach out to each other um via that. So I have that with them, and then with each of them, I have my own little like the girls in the family because I have I have three girls. We we have our own little group. You oh know, so yes. Kind of, and then we have the whole thing. <laughs> nice. And then they have the sibling chat where there's only the, t-
0: the kids. <laughs>
1: so that's how we manage it. That's how you and manage it. So that's kind of how I manage my personal. Yes. Um and and so that makes sense to me. With technology, it just makes sense. Um to but it makes them feel as though they are important as well.
0: Which they are. But what yeah. about what about self care when it comes to you? Well, I'm big. I'm big hey. on self care that make time for that? What yeah. do
1: you do? I make time for myself. So one of the things that I do, and all my clients know it here, one of the things that I do is I rise. My clock goes off at three forty-five a.m.
0: Really? Yeah. What?
1: I know it goes off at three forty-five a.m. And one thing that happens at three forty-five, you know um is I wake up and I always I always listen I always listen to some type of meditation I always brighten up the day that's how I wake up that's my time huh. and when I'm sitting there or when I'm laying there I I don't focus on being awake because I have other alarms my alarm rings again at about at at, at four at four forty three. Now, if I wake all the way up, that's fine. I wake up. But if I don't wake all the way up at that at 4:43 a.m., I go into my own, my own meditation and prayer. That's my time. That's my time. Yes. We're into me. Yeah. All right. And then about 525, because at that time I get up, I do about 15 minutes of that. I get up and I'm getting dressed. I'm moving around. And but those are my moments. That's my morning moments. That's huh. my time to be. Filled up because I want to feel joy and peace and love, so that when I get in the gym at at six twenty, at about 620 to 6.15, because that's when our class starts. Yes, I want to already be present, and that's how huh. I'm going to get present. So that's my first thing. At night, I disconnect. Everybody knows it. At a certain time at night, I literally pull the plug on everybody else. And huh. That is my time, and I take that time. Um, for myself, and it's usually a little later at night. I take the time for myself, where I may read a book, you know. I may be reading or listening to something. I may decide that I just want to watch something. You know, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I may decide I don't want to watch something, and I just spend that moment doing that. So that's how my how I run that. And then on Fridays, I never work a full day on Fridays. I tell people that I don't care. You know, I tell people, I've had people that tell me, can I get a session with you? Can you open up this on Friday? No, hmm. <laughs> no, hmm. yeah, on, on Fridays I'm done. I'm normally, when I get done, I'm done and I'm done until Monday, I'm done until Monday. Oh. Now, I'll oh. chat with them, I'll chat with people oh. hmm. um, within text and stuff like that, but I'm done. I'm done. even if it's a business call it's got to be an emergency it's going to wait until monday so i do that and then wednesday you catching me here on a wednesday wednesday is very important too because wednesday is also my slow day because i'm back and forth to greenville on most days but wednesday is the day that i don't go to greenville i normally stop about 10 o'clock um and i don't start back until about 4 20. And that time, if I want to have a hair appointment, my nails done, I want to have a massage. If I want to just lay in the floor (laughs) and and think about nothing, yes, really, truly, my time. And I and I spend and I spend it well. My husband will even tell you. Everybody knows my schedule because they will tell you. And I'm, you know, some people are so afraid of hurting other people's feelings, but I can be really, really blunt. I'm. My thing is. Hurting myself first is, is not what you want to do. So I'm, I tell people, create a space and an atmosphere that's conducive to your growth.
0: Hmm.
1: Sometimes that's going to require, that requires me to set boundaries. Right. This is my time. Right. And, it's, and, and then you have to say, it is okay to have it because you're worthy of it. And that's the way I feel. I feel hmm. that I'm worthy of time. The same, no. the same value I give to everyone else, I give to myself.
0: Yourself, Beautiful. very well put. I couldn't have said it better because that's not my reality. <laughs> <That's yours>. <laughs> <laughs> but that is beautiful. Now, how can my listeners and viewers find out more about you, Keita Richardson? Uh-huh. Richards.
1: So I, I'm so easy to contact. I, you can always, um, go to my website, which is um,
0: www.sherocks.fit.
1: Yeah, and, and message me there. Or you can hit me up even on the other one, which is the www.bornherofitness. You can get that one, bornherofit.com. Um, and if you message, you'll get me again. Um, or you can, uh, you can just do what's easy. Hit me up on Facebook, it's Keita Richards. Instagram is killer underscore Kita. They gave me that name. I did. My clients gave me that name.
0: (laughs) Really, killer. Um,
1: You can do that um, as well. I'm so easy to contact that it's it's just it's really strange. And I try my best really to answer to answer people's questions. I have a certain time of day that I just sit down and I just start to um, to text um, other people. Um, so I'm very easy, I'm very easy to contact. And I always say to, if you ever, cause I believe we're all interconnected. Um, so I try to always give my best to those who are trying to contact me.
0: Hmm, very good, very good. Keita Richards, on behalf of Body Scope of New York, that's my nonprofit program and Six Weeks of Fitness, I truly wanna thank you for coming on the show today.
1: Well, thank you for having me, thank you
0: so much. <laughs> Uh, okay.
1: my... And can I say one more thing to your listeners? Please. I just want to remind people that always strive to be the best version of you. That's going to mean you've got to take time for yourself. you got to love yourself properly. you got to show every part of you up, your body. you got to show your body love. Yeah, it's going to fade away. But yeah. Here's the thing. Once you take care of your body, your mental, your spirit, and you feed it properly, then that produces not only fruit, but it also produces seed. And when that seed, and when you talk, and when you become peaceful, when that seed, that seed in your voice begins to flow on other people's thoughts. Wow. And then they get to produce seed. So yes. remember that you're impactful in your environment. And you're never out of the wrong season. You're always in the divine timing. And there are really no true mistakes. There are only problems
0: hmm wow
1: so just remind yourself that you are being the best version of you and today is a good day but guess what tomorrow your tomorrow will be even better and the day after will be better than that. so just keep going and being your your very best
0: wow awesome beautiful beautiful to my listeners and viewers i truly hope this program was informative encouraging and i know it was inspiring and that you will continue tuning in to my Six Weeks of Fitness podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the show, please leave them in the comment section below. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you don't stop exercising because we grow old. We grow old because we stop exercising.